Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Jesus reminds us to watch for the signs of his return. Today, we will explore further what we are seeing in our times that line up with what signs he said would indicate the potential of the end and his return. We will also discuss the practical meaning of this as we watch and as a remnant, prepare as he so leads. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, uh, Kathy. Uh, we're here at uh, End Times Friday, uh, here in the middle of uh, January. And uh, we're continuing our discussion of uh, our, what we've been through with the end times, uh, talking about, you know, remember Daniel's 70 weeks uh, that described it from his time, 69 until Christ, and then we're in the church age right now with one week left to go, uh, called the tribulation. And we've, mm-hmm. been, we've been into the depth of the tribulation. We've gone through the first three and a half years, uh, the beast, the development of the beast, the system with 10, uh, out of that 10, the Antichrist uh, rises uh, and is one of those 10, and then he takes over and becomes the sole uh, one linked up with Satan, uh, directly linked up with Satan and the false prophet, uh, kind of the, uh, what, a, what we call an unholy trinity. Uh, Satan wants everybody to worship him as the leader, and then his prodigy, which would be his son, uh, the Antichrist, with what he would uh, be equivalent to the Holy Spirit, which would be the false prophet. Um, and he's trying to set that up where there's no believers left on earth so that right. everybody worships him um, and there's nobody left to worship God. <laughs> so, um, and the only one uh, left during the tribulation at the end is Israel, uh, who become believers and pick up the banner uh, for representing God and God is, you know, protecting them. Um, so we talked about, uh, the abomination of desolation where the Antichrist says, I am God that ushers in God's wrath. And we started with the seven trumpets, uh, the judgments, and we went through six. And then the seventh one is actually seven more, what they call bowl judgments. This is kind of moving toward the end of uh, now this is the finality of God's wrath on earth against mankind because they haven't worshipped him, they're worshipping uh, Antichrist or anti-God. Um, uh, and as we, we've talked about you know, current events and what does it mean and uh, how does it impact, well there's a few things that um, uh, in the last, you know, uh, we haven't done this now in a couple of weeks because of Christmas and New Year's. Right. Um, so things, some things have happened just to just to highlight um, again, a lot has gone on, uh, right? <laughs> a lot has gone on, and it has impact in terms of you know mm-hmm. what does this mean, and is this is this a sign? And so remember, God uh, said Jesus had watched the sign. So a couple things just to talk about is one is that the uh, economies of the world have really taken a hit. Um, now the stock market's still doing pretty well. Um, uh, business itself in America has done okay, but it's gotten it's gotten uh, worse. And the employment numbers just came out, and they weren't really great uh, because right. people again are concerned about um, you know the impact of employment, and, and there's people unemployed, and 
Right. Uh, and then there's the Great Resignation going on. And the, the Great Resignation <laughs> and what they're working on called the Great Reset. Um, uh, another interesting fact, and this is not well known, but China, um, we would think is a very robust economy. They're actually um, having a uh, kind of a collapsing scenario where they're trying to, to hold it, prop it up. Uh, and China isn't doing very well uh, at all. Does that date back to, um, now I can't remember the name of it, the Evergrande Bank or Ever, there, there was something that was China, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's uh, several things going on with the with the banking where they they kept funding um, uh, development, real estate, right. businesses, etc. That weren't going anywhere. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, again, it's it's just really simple. They're funding it, and, but it's not being paid back because there's nothing right. nothing to pay them back. So that causes stress on the system. Um, we know the supply chain problems uh, we're having. Right. With, yeah, they're they're actually manufacturing goods, but they're sitting in the sea, and can't be delivered, so they can't be purchased, and they can't be paid for. So uh, they're having trouble, you know, just with supply. Um, countries around the world, you know, like Australia, uh, Austria, you know, they basically have primarily shut down, uh, right. and they're not. Well, and even even provinces in China, I've read about where entire provinces, initially they were allowed to go out and you know, one person from each family could go get groceries every couple of days, but now that's even shut down and the government's delivering and not delivering it. And, right. you know, a lot of a lot of social issues coming out. Um, really, there are now people starving yeah. in these places that are so locked down. Yeah, and so remember that the uh, when the tribulation comes, it's through, it's not going to be through uh, war, it's not going to be through force, mm -hmm. it's going to be because of an economic collapse that the new system offers a solution that the right. world readily, uh, you know, uh, receives and, 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 and embraces. embraces. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's through economic collapse, and so we can see the, the potential for economic mm -hmm. collapse uh, that is happening, um, you know, added to that is, you know, the new what they call the Omicron uh, um, COVID nineteen variant that yeah. is sweeping the world. Really, right. um, uh, it would be typical of a coronavirus that's, that's contagious. It happens, you know, every every year. Uh, it's it's what what's considered to be milder in its uh, impact, so it's not as severe in terms of the uh, result of people getting sick, uh, they do get sick, uh, they have to stay home, uh, right. they don't feel good, <laughs> uh, and it's sweeping uh, in big, big numbers, and of course people who are super sick, um, you know, wind up in the hospital uh, right. that, that have, you know, secondary uh, and tertiary issues. So um, uh, it's like any other flu that sweeps the world. Uh, people right. people actually can die from it because not from the flu, and they're not they're not dying from the Omicron uh, variant. They're dying from complications because of their immune system uh, right. to, to other things. So uh, it's it's not unusual. It's just it's just spreading in a big way. So it's causing right. a lot of concern about what do we mm -hmm. do with that. So uh, countries countries are changing again. Uh, restaurants, you know, are starting a lot to of panic going on. A lot of yeah. panic. Should we function? I don't have people to. I don't have people to operate. I gotta. I can't do the things I've used to do. 
so it's causing economic, you know, stress. Um, and then um, uh, there is a whole movement, and this is, we've talked about this, is that the central banking system is pushing for a digital currency, uh, which would be the precursor to the new system. Right. Because uh, right now we have a variety of uh, uh, different, uh, you know, uh, measurements, which would be the dollar, the yen, the yuan, uh, the euro, et cetera. Euro, everything, um, yeah. They all function out of their central banks and their paper money. Um, and they're, mm -hmm. and they're, they're, they're kind of electronic already because, as you know, when you have money in your bank account, it's not really physically there. It's a right. number in your bank account. Right. Well, and honestly, I do almost all my banking online now. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, I don't even write checks that often. Right. right. That's right. So, uh, but they're moving toward an electronic currency that would replace that all. And it would be, mm -hmm. again, one world government, one world currency that's going to function if that, if that all comes about. And there, there's a lot of, of uh, activity in that right now. Uh, you know that is that is promoting that. Uh, so uh, Israel, by the way, uh, is uh, arming up uh, to potentially attack Iran and to make sure they don't get nuclear weapons against them. Uh, so there's been a big purchase of, uh, of ammunition, guns, uh, uh, airplanes, missiles, uh, and they're arming up with the potential of we can't let Iran have nuclear weapons against us. Now, what, by the way, one thing we know is um, Iran, uh, Israel is not wiped off by a nuclear weapon. Uh, right. So uh, it's a matter of, of uh, how well do they, they function with that? Do they have to make an attack to do that? Do they do it with software? Uh, do they do it with hacking? They have all kinds of tricks that they use, but we right. know one thing is they're not going to, Iran is not going to be successful in defeating and a nuclear uh, attack against is Israel, uh, but they are arming up and getting ready to strike. And if they strike, is that going to cause a you know a, a disruption mm -hmm. you know in the world uh, political uh, scene? So uh, lots of interesting things going on. And uh, and I know that um, as we think of, of COVID, we've talked last time about uh, these plagues that uh, a third of the earth, you know, with, with God's wrath, uh, causes a third of the earth, uh, of the earth literally to die. Uh, right. And so I know a question came up to you about uh, Omicron and, or, or COVID. So why don't you raise that up and we can talk about that a little bit. Right, yeah, the question was, you know, is there a chance that COVID is that plague? You know, where are we at? They were asking, do you know where we're at numbers wise on how many people have died and, you know, or how many people will die, that sort of thing. And is, you know, I think right now things are so uncertain. People are looking for a way to hang their hat on where we're at on things. Yeah. And so I think that was probably the heart of where the question was coming from. Sure. Um, at the same time, uh, yeah, I think it's worth, well, two things. I'd love for you to address their question fully for them. That would be great. And then the second thing, I just want to encourage, um, as we come into wintertime, a lot of people do a lot of binge watching on TV, I find, at least in New England. Um, for somebody who has not had the privilege of going through this entire series with us, because we have so many of them, and now you can go to the playlist thing and find the End Times playlist, I would encourage you to go back to the beginning and actually listen to it all the way through, because I think some of the questions that we're, we're getting, which are great to answer anyway, but some of them would be answered um, if they weren't just 
picking up pieces here and there. Yeah. And so maybe going back through having a binge watch on this would be a good idea for, for people who have the time to this winter. It'd be a good one to spend some time on. Yeah. Um, well, uh, a couple things about, um, you know, is this, uh, you know, one of these uh, plagues or are these is one of, of the issue of is, is uh, COVID going to be it? Um, a couple things about that. One is that uh, remember that uh, when a third of the earth is destroyed, it's destroyed by God's wrath. Uh, and it's in the second half of the tribulation. Right. Uh, where uh, because of the Antichrist who said, I'm God, that ushers in God's uh, uh, wrath to come against the world. And he brings these plagues to kill a third of the people. Right. Um, so several and, other things have gone on prior to this. Yeah. Uh, and so um, it's, it's in the second three and a half years for sure mm -hmm. of the seven years so that you know would we say is covid uh could that be it well no not really uh because we're not in the tribulation yet right uh we haven't started that yet so that uh, covid itself is not uh god's wrath to uh come against uh the world because they're following the antichrist um, secondly is that the numbers also you know don't hold up so like for example right. uh, we have you know eight to nine billion people in the world well a third would be two and a half three billion people wow yeah uh, well that's not the occurrence of, of COVID right uh, right COVID uh, the actual uh, deaths actually correlate more to a typical uh, flu season uh, worldwide, where the actual number of deaths it, it, it reaches into the uh, you know six million plus, um, and yeah, those numbers are true. Uh, it's happened with COVID, but almost every year prior to that, uh, they can attribute five to four to six seven million people dying from flu. Right. Uh, so it's not an unusual number. Uh, it's not like an incredible billions of people that died because of it or dying because of it. Um, you know, uh, is it is it something that can get more serious? Yeah, it could get more serious, but it doesn't appear that we can attribute COVID as the way that God is going to eliminate a third of the population. Right. Uh, there's something else that's going to happen. It's going to happen later and it comes from God, and there's something that occurs that he brings about uh, that is there's no cure for, and, and people die from it. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. And I, I would say, no, COVID isn't it yet. Um, is COVID a problem? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, and um, is it a health issue? Yes. Uh, would we be nice not to have it? Yeah. Uh, it seems to me that this is more of the... Uh, issue of the the world we live in that is subject to these high variations of things that we can't control right uh, that it'd be nice you know and, and we think we can because we're you know we have great medicine it seems like we ought to be able to take care of things we've taken care of things like polio and measles and uh, all these things but here's one that comes along yeah we really haven't got control of it uh, right and interesting enough, we've never really had control of coronavirus. It's kind of interesting. Right. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, it's never been controlled. It had to be uh, processed every year with what's called the flu shot. 
Uh, mm -hmm. And it looks like the vaccine is really nothing more than a flu shot because it's not really preventing people from getting right. it. And a lot of people that are vaccinated are in fact getting the Omicron thing because of the yep. var variation with it. Uh, so mm -hmm. uh, it doesn't look, it looks like if it plays itself out, I know that there's a lot of fear about this and a lot of, a lot of concern about it, but interesting enough, this might be the best way to go. And that, right. and that is that it's called herd immunity. And once you have antibodies to it, you're not going to get it anymore. And uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to kind of uh, phase out where it, it won't have the dramatic effect of, of the next iteration. And that it might be actually the best thing that happens to us is that it actually does spread rampantly. And, right. and maybe it'll be over with here, uh, over with meaning uh, die down dramatically in another two, three months. Um, and we don't have the as big an issue as we've had in the past. So, right. um, yeah, I actually, um, I forwarded you a text I received um, from a friend who was at a meeting um, at, at one of the major hospitals up here. And they were actually told that very thing that they believe, you know, this is, you know, it's yet to be seen, but but there is science that supports that this could actually be the thing that ends it ultimately. Yeah, yeah. And it may take some a little bit of time and have some cleanup mode from it, but at the end of the day, the, it being so rampant and because Omicron actually lives in the upper respiratory in the nose, it is very transmissible as we all know. Right. And, and so it is just going rampant everywhere. But with that going on, we could really get to herd immunity and actually put this behind us. And, you know, there was talk at that meeting. I, I have been told that maybe by the spring or summer, we would see the end of it actually going. Not that society will necessarily embrace that, but that the medical field may see this coming to an end. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that be uh, great to see, right? <laughs> uh, plays out. Yeah. And by the way, the, uh, uh, just to let everybody know is that the, um, uh, you know, we're taping this a little bit ahead of time, but, uh, the Supreme court, uh, today, um, and we're about a week ahead on our taping, uh, is hearing the arguments for the mandate. Uh, mm. So uh, they're having right. or what they call oral arguments. Uh, they feel, uh, remember we talked normally, the Supreme Court takes anywhere from two to six months to process rulings. Uh, because of the time element of this, they believe that they're gonna actually rule within a week or two. Right, because originally uh, that mandate was even set for January 4th, so I think right. that, that put a, a, a burner under it for them right. to get quicker on it. Right, and so they're gonna, they're gonna address it, um, and uh, there is some discussion. There was, I saw one uh, article that um, they may come out and just say that they're, uh, you can't mandate a vaccine, but you could mandate uh, either a vaccine or testing. Uh, in order to function, and that that would be a you know a, a kind of a, a freedom of choice, and uh, doesn't force uh, one thing or the other. Just that hey, you got to be careful and and, and uh, take care of yourself. Right. And so we'll see. That'll be interesting to see uh, how this plays out, uh, particularly given that uh, scientifically, like you just stated, we may be moving past the vaccine uh, into immunity. Uh, and that it, it actually diminishes dramatically and it's not even necessary 
so that it'll be interesting to see how they how it plays out and and we we need to pay attention to the ruling which is going to come up in america by the way most countries have already accepted mandates uh there's a few around the world that say you can either uh, uh, vaccine or test uh, but there's some that, that actually uh, require uh, vaccination. So, and right. the population has accepted that. So America, right. America happens to be one. And that, a lot of, but there's still cities within America that are that are doing that. You know, New yeah. York has made vaccine yeah. only. Boston is making vaccine only in places. Yep. There's yep. there's a lot of it going on. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so. Uh, it's going to be interesting, and we've, we've kind of uh, highlighted that there's uh, lots of things in play, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and it's to uh, watch it and to you know pay attention to it. So uh, uh, we will uh, we will keep working on that. So uh, as we uh, look at this, uh, we're in the uh, we've been in Revelation 16. We've been in the bowl. What's called the bowl judgments. Remember, there's seven trumpet judgments, which starts at the end of the three or the beginning of the three and a half end last three and a half years after the abomination of desolation, they're sequential. And then the seventh one uh, is uh, a aspect of the bowl judgments and we're into the bowl judgments. So we're getting close to the end here. Um, and we've talked about the first uh, uh, four uh, where there's these uh, sores uh, of those that are on the mark of the beast that the, the oceans turned to blood and, and the creatures died, the fresh water turned to blood and all the creatures died. Uh, that um, uh, heat and fire came and it scorched the earth and it was miserable uh, for the people, but they did not repent. Uh, uh, so uh, now we're, we're into uh, the fifth one. Uh, so let's read that one. This is the fifth bowl, darkness and pain, uh, and it's Revelation uh, 16, uh, 10 through 11, 10 and 11. Okay. The fifth angel poured out his bowl on the throne of the beast, and its kingdom was plunged into darkness. People gnawed their tongues in anguish and cursed the God of heaven for their pain and sores. They did not repent of their deeds. Yeah. So the fifth one um, is, um, uh, he says, uh, uh, he uh, uh, brings darkness, uh, and uh, 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 darkness uh, is... Um, you know, something that basically the sun isn't functioning right, uh, that it's, it's dark all the time um, and there's no sunlight uh, and things are going to be uh, troubled. And he said they, uh, they're gnawing their tongues because of the pain of it, uh, is the oppression of it, uh, is that they're, they're in great turmoil. Um, and, in, and because of that, uh, because the kingdom became full of darkness, uh, in verse 11, what they, what they do? They cursed God. They didn't repent. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so what, how do you interpret that? That they were blaming him rather than turning towards him. Um, and why, why do you think that would be? Well, that's an interesting thing I always think, honestly, that, um, you know, a lot of times the whole people will say they don't believe in God, they don't believe in God, they don't believe in God, and then when something bad happens, they turn around and they blame God. Because in some sense, 
you know, we do recognize that there is a power bigger than us, even if we're not surrendering to him. And I think that is in this case. I think there is a level of recognition, especially because evil is present at that point. You know, they're plunging into darkness. Evil is present. It probably is undeniable at that point that there is a God. And at that point, they would like him to be taking care of it. Yeah. But yeah. not wanting to come under him and not wanting to repent. Yeah. Um, and, but there uh, is recognition that he uh, exists. They blaspheme the God of heaven. So that's the Christian God, the God of Israel. Mm -hmm. uh, blaspheme means they uh, curse him and say he's wicked, evil, uh, he's awful. And look what he's doing. If and he look, were good, how he's can doing he let because this happen? Of, because of our pains yeah. and sores, because of this darkness, and we're, we're in pain. Um, and as a result of that, they don't repent. Right. Uh, okay, now when you don't repent, what do you think? What are you thinking? Well, you're still wanting yourself to be in control at that point. You're not wanting to surrender to God and to see what his what he has to say, what his solutions are, any of that, yeah, you're yeah, not, because, you know, uh, you're in rebellion with hardness yeah. of heart. And you think well, there's no value. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to repent because why should I repent? Uh, because if I repent, then um, this awful God is just going to make it more awful. So right. I'm and not why gonna, would I want to be a part of him anyway? Why would and I that's be that a deception that. that they're believing. Yeah. So it's a super deception uh, of... Mm -hmm. Uh, they don't consider that, wait a minute, something isn't right here. Mm -hmm. uh, should, should we repent? Should we, should we be doing something? Maybe, maybe that God is the, is the right God and we're following the wrong right. God. They conclude we're following the right God, Antichrist mm -hmm. and Satan, and he's the bad God. Uh, and so that's why God is bringing his wrath uh, against the world and said, you know, justice will be served. And because you're not willing to listen and follow me and, and repent, which, by the way, would reverse the curse, uh, you're going to continue to be cursed. And the interesting right. thing is that they, they get hard-hearted. Again, we have the example of that with Moses and Pharaoh. Uh, we remember he kept bringing these, these uh, ten plagues. And every time he said, let my people go. And what did it say? Pharaoh's heart got harder right. and said, no, I'm not doing it. Um, and um, you would think he it's would. It's hard to fathom that, right? Yeah, you would think that he would say, uh, maybe, maybe it's a good idea. You know, okay, mm -hmm. that's enough. Uh, nope, um, I'm rebelling. I'm stubborn. I'm going to stand against this, and mm -hmm. I don't care. You know, and that's really what's happening here. Is is yeah, I know these are difficult, but I but I don't care. Uh, okay, uh, then go to uh, the next one here now in verse. Uh, uh, 12 through uh, uh, 16. This is, this sixth is interesting. <clears throat> the sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river Euphrates, and its water was dried up to prepare the way for the kings from the east. And I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet three unclean spirits like frogs. For they are demonic spirits, performing signs, who go abroad to the kings of the whole world to assemble them for battle on the great day of the God Almighty. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake, keeping his garments on, that he may not go about naked and be seen exposed. And they assembled them at the place that in Hebrew is called Armageddon. Okay. Uh, so um, 
Uh, he says that uh, he dries up. You know, <coughs> remember, it's the Middle East is the the big deal. That's where Israel is, and the Euphrates is there, uh, and the Tigris River, uh, and it dries up. Um, uh, and uh, he says, I see the unclean spirits like frogs coming out of the mouth of the dragon, the beast, and the mouth of the false prophet. Uh, okay, so. What does what do you think that implies? That, that he says, you know, that's it's coming out of their mouths of, of these three players. Right. Well, those three are the ones that you have described as basically the Antichrist Trinity, correct? Yeah. yeah. And so, as the unclean spirits go out, I would assume that they are sending out their words, commanding the demons to to go and to deceive the other kings to join the Battle of Armageddon on their side. Yeah. So, uh, remember. Uh, uh, John is describing this. Uh, mm -hmm. So the kings, the, the, the people of the earth, they remember they see these guys as, okay, good mm -hmm. guys. These are natural right. good things. Well, John says, what I see is right. spiritual. Yeah. I understand this is demonic. This is right. principalities and powers. It's it's not the it's not just a government. It's not just right. a system. It's not just spoken words, but it is literally commanding spiritual warfare. This is spiritual warfare. This is uh, deception. Uh, these are uh, unclean things that mm -hmm. are not of God, and it's all it's all spiritual. Um, and uh, and he says uh, they're getting ready to go to battle against Israel. Um, is let's gather together. Uh, yeah, I know that we have these uh, difficulties, but if we could just get rid of Israel and Israel's God, everything will go back to the way it used to be. Right. Uh, which, by the way, is pure deception. Uh, right. So um, uh, they're going to gather them together for the great, uh, says the great day of the battle. And then Christ speaks and says, I'm coming as a thief. Um and remember, he made that he made that comment lots of times. Uh, I come as a thief in the night. Um, you won't know exactly when I come. Uh, yeah, right. be, be ready. Be watchful. Uh, uh, be be careful that you understand what's going on here. And he says, "I'm here. I am getting ready to go." Um, and so, as he as Christ speaks, I'm getting ready to go. Um, uh, we're, they're gathering everybody in Armageddon, uh, the Valley of Megiddo. Uh, this is a place, this is uh, north of Israel, um, and it's a massive valley. Uh, and there's 200 million, we're going to see here, 200 million people gather uh, as an army. And uh, I've been there, and you can stand there, and you can see, you can picture how vast it is, and say, I... I can see 200 million people standing there. Wow. Um, and you know it's the exact place. It's a, it's a specific place, the Valley of Megiddo, Armageddon. Um, uh -huh. and, and they're starting to gather so that we can eliminate Israel. So, yeah, we've had enough of these uh, problems, and uh, we are going to march against them. Uh, and remember, they've, they've decided that uh, technology didn't work against Israel. Right. So what could work is people. If we bring 200 million people, they can't, they can't uh, f uh, fight against us if we go to conventional warfare and just march against right. them. 
so uh, they they gather this many people in the Valley of Megiddo, and so as we're talking through this, uh, basically what we're coming to is, well, uh, you know, this is the this is the moment uh, that Christ is is going to return, uh, uh, and uh, this is all coming together now at the very very end. Uh, okay, now uh, go ahead and just read uh, the seventh bowl, uh, which is seventeen now to twenty one. <clears throat> in uh, Revelation 16. Seventh angel poured out his bowl into the air and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne saying, it's done. And there were flashes of lightning, rumblings, peals of thunder and a great earthquake such as there had never been since man was on earth. So great was that earthquake. The great city was split into three parts and the cities of the nation fell and God remembered Babylon the great to make her drain the cup of the wine of the fury of his wrath and every island fled away and no mountains were to be found and great hailstones about 100 pounds each fell from heaven on people and they cursed god for the plague of the hail because the plague was so severe yeah uh so um uh as they you know finish this seventh one uh the angel pours his bowl into the air and says this is it uh it's done okay when he says it's done what is he talking about? I don't know. The end of the, <laughs> the final, the final wrath. Yeah. The, um, that, the final uh, pouring out. Uh, it's Christ is coming. Mm -hmm. uh, this is it. Uh, they're gathering to, to finish what they think is finishing off and have nobody left. That would be a follower mm -hmm. of Christ. But what they don't fully understand, it is done. It's ordained. What? Christ's return. Right. It, it's, yeah, I remember Christ, and this is interesting because at the cross, you know, when he uh, uh, fulfilled the, the requirement of taking on the penalty for us, he lifted up his hands and said, it is what? It is finished. It yeah. is finished. It is done. Well, it happens again. Hmm. Um, oh, how beautiful that it's the same phrasing. Yeah, it's done. Uh, this is it. Uh, Christ is going to return. And um, all of earth that has been now under the wicked one um, and all the entropy and the turmoil and the trouble associated with it, with the finality of trying to eliminate God from earth completely, actually it's ushering in Christ's return, which will finish it uh, and usher in the life of God again. Uh, okay, so this is going to sound like a really ignorant question, so I apologize, but maybe somebody else will relate to it. Um, it said, you know, they assembled in the place in Hebrew that's called Armageddon, and, and I have heard, you know, and in the Frank Peretti books and whatever, everybody refers to the Battle of Armageddon. So is there an actual battle, or do they show up for the battle and then this bowl is poured out? No, uh, we're going to see that there's a battle. Uh, okay. And um, uh, it's, they're getting ready. Uh, the bowl is poured out saying, um, yes, you've gathered for this. Mm -hmm. uh, and see, they think that they're fighting against Israel. Right. Um, and if we can just overwhelm them with manpower, we can defeat them. Because they can't, they can't counteract 200 million people. They don't right. have it. They only got six, seven million people. Um, and all the technology that they have isn't going to be able to handle 200 million people. 
because we're going to just right. march against them um, and overwhelm them. So it's kind of going back to um, ancient warfare, uh, where um, you know the the nations would line up and say, uh, you know, like with maybe remember David and Goliath. Uh, when Goliath and Philistines came against Israel and Saul, they said, "Okay, meet us down in the in the uh, in Getty, uh, right. which by the way is south of, of Jerusalem. Uh, you bring your t- you bring your army. We'll bring our army. We'll line up, and we'll attack each other. Right. And, and generally speaking, whoever had the larger army won." Right, uh, you just and so went, that's what they're setting up here, is just thinking I, we can do this on sheer numbers, on manpower, not realizing on, they're coming against God. That's right, uh, because uh, remember, they're, they're uh, being deceived, and they think that they have the upper hand because they have more, more manpower against a small Israel. Uh, so when it says that they gather to do that, they think they're just coming against Israel, but what we just heard is that, well, actually, this is ushering in Jesus himself, and he is going to resolve this. Uh, and they don't understand what they're dealing with. Right. Because uh, it's spiritual. Uh, and this, is, this goes back to the, the critical piece is, remember, uh, who's superior spiritually? God. Why? Because he's God. Because, <laughs> he's the creator of the universe. Because he created everything, including, yes, including uh, yeah. uh, the principalities and powers and the hosts and things in heaven, things on earth, visible and invisible. He says, I created it by my speaking it. My, my right. ability to speak mm-hmm. is superior to your natural power. Right. Uh, right. And they don't see that and fully understand that. So they think their natural power is going to be greater than Israel's natural power. Mm-hmm. But what we're what we're finding out is, well, actually, this is going to usher in the the spiritual power of mm-hmm. Christ. He says, "Here I am. I'm coming as a thief. Uh, I wow. told you. I'm told you I'm coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this is it. You know, this is the moment. Uh, okay. Now uh, we have some other verses that uh, help us understand this a little bit um, of Christ. What we call now, we've we've gotten to the point." where they've, they've gathered for the Battle of Armageddon, and Christ said, this is my return. Uh, well, there's other verses that talk about this. So go to Mark 13 uh, and read verses uh, 24 to 27. Mark 13, 24 to 27. But in those days, after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power and glory. And then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heaven. Okay. Uh, so he says that um, uh, this is uh, Christ is going to return after that tribulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sun will be darkened. Remember, he's talking about uh, he's already right. issued which in we heard the that in Revelation 16. Yeah, uh, they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great power uh, and glory. And by the way, this mm-hmm. is where he will gather his elect from the four winds. Um, now, it it would imply the elect is already been raptured, and. He, they're, they're returning the elect. So what does this mean then when it says he'll gather the elect? It means that um, we're going to join him mm-hmm. in his return. 
so we've been uh, raptured, uh, which which again, there's pre-trib, mid-trib, possibly at this moment, uh, uh, which could imply he, he, he gathered them at that moment. But it means that we who have been translated get to come back with him uh, to join him in his return and the, the defeat of the Antichrist and Satan uh, and the false prophet and all, all the ones coming against it. So he okay. said, the power of the Son of, the son of Man uh, with all of his power is coming, is coming back. Uh, okay, now go over to uh, Matthew 24 uh, and read verses uh, 20, 29 to 31. 24, 29 to 31. Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened, and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man, and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call, and they will gather his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Yeah. So again, um, uh, he says after the tribulation, mm -hmm. uh, the sun's darkened. He gives that again. Uh, the sign of the Son of Man will appear in heaven, and all the tribes of the earth will mourn, and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Um, and then he's going to sound the trumpet and say, this is it. Uh, so uh, Christ comes back. Uh, it says he's coming with supreme power which is gonna defeat the enemy. Um, and it, it reiterates that, uh, yeah, though they're gathering for the Battle of Armageddon, Christ is coming back to overcome it uh, and bring his great power to reestablish his rule on earth, uh, which by the way, will usher in the millennium, which, which we'll get to. Uh, so it's, it's a beautiful statement and it's reiterated in Mark and Matthew. Okay, so go, to, go back to Daniel. Um, and then read verses, uh, chapter 7, verses 9 to 14. Daniel 7, 9 to 14. As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames, its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousands served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court sat in judgment and the books were opened. I looked then because the sound of the great words that the horn was speaking. And as I looked, the beast was killed and its body destroyed and given over to be burned with fire. As for the rest of the beast, their dominion was taken away, but their lives were prolonged for a season and a time. I saw in the night visions and behold, with the cloud of heaven, there came one like a son of man and he came to the Ancient of Days and was presented before him. And to him was given dominion and glory and a kingdom that all peoples, nations, and languages should serve him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and his kingdom one that shall not be destroyed. Yeah. Uh, so he describes, Daniel describes, he says, I see this. Um, and um, the... Uh, Antichrist was speaking, um, but uh, the system uh, was destroyed. Um, uh, and then um, it said that the rest of the beast, which remember is um, the uh, Satan, 
uh, and the Antichrist and the false prophet, uh, Satan is going to be thrown here uh, into captivity, but he's, he's going to continue to exist. Uh, so he's not destroyed. The Antichrist is destroyed and the false prophet is destroyed. Uh, and he says, uh, uh, you know, this is, this is now coming on the clouds of heaven. Um, he's going to give dominion uh, back to the, uh, uh, to the people of earth, the Jews, the Christians. Uh, that are going to live and everyone else is going to be destroyed uh, and he said um, this is happening at the very end uh, as we as we've described it uh, so um, they gathered for the battle of armageddon mark mark uh, and uh, uh, matthew and now daniel uh, uh, say um, this is it uh, christ is returning Everything is going to happen now that they think they think they're in charge, but right. they, don't, they don't understand that Christ is superior, and He's the one that's going to defeat everybody. And now everything's going to get destroyed uh, because of it. So it's setting up uh, for this ultimate um, battle that, as we will describe it. So it's, it doesn't mean that Christ comes and, and it's over. There's a battle that occurs, and Christ destroys every, everything. In, the, in that okay. battle, so uh, we'll we'll get into that. So uh, it's pretty interesting stuff uh, as we are now headed toward the very end. But the good news is Christ returns, right. uh, uh, and uh, again, it's at the end of the seven years. So that's why I hear a lot of people say, uh, "Jesus come." Uh, right. I'm going to pray that Jesus come. Well. In order for Jesus to come, the, tribula the tribulation the seven has, years have has, to happen. has right. to occur. The last week of Daniel has to occur, and he's describing everything at the very, very end of that seventh week. So mm -hmm. when we say Jesus come, what we really say is, may the tribulation start <laughs> <laughs> so that Christ can return, because he doesn't right. return until the very end of it. Um, but when he does, they think they're going to win. And they don't mm -hmm. understand the power is all in Christ and he's going to win. Uh, and that's the good news is that is he wins. <laughs> so, you know, we'll get into that. We'll get into the uh, discussion of that next time as we uh, process a little bit further now as this yeah. starts to come together with uh, conclusion. So we're, we're headed toward right. a conclusion, which is kind of cool. It's great to get back into this. You know, we had a few weeks um, we were, with the holidays. We were away from it. And then we had done some special holiday tapings. And so to be getting back into it and, um, and seeing this all unfold is great. So thank you for yeah. sharing so much with us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. So we'll pick this up. Uh, we got more to go next week with uh, what happens next. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it gets pretty exciting. Um, and we're starting to see that, yeah, there's been the tribulation has been troublesome. Uh, we're not sure exactly when we're raptured during that period, uh, but uh, we know that they're coming against believers. They want to now eliminate Israel, but this ushers in Christ saying, uh, I'm more powerful than you, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to win this, this battle. So we'll, we'll get to get into the details of the battle, so it'll be fun. Excellent. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for joining us. And again, let me reiterate, great time to binge watch this. Go back and yeah. catch up on all of it. And 
um, as we're heading into this. I'm looking forward to discussions on the millennium too. I've never really been taught on it, so I'm excited yeah, to hear yeah, all be, about it. It's always going to be fun because it's really clever uh, how that works and what, what really does work. So beautiful. We'll, we'll look forward right. to catching up, and uh, we'll see you again next Monday. We'll pick up Sounds our series great. on uh, overcoming worry, fear, and anxiety, and then we'll pick this up again uh, next Friday. Sounds good. Have a great weekend, yeah, everyone. Too. Thanks. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.